the Movie Hour, episode 175, March 22nd, 2012. It's good to be back, everybody. And just a small reminder, with our return comes some spoilers and a whole lot of swearing. Hello, everyone. Welcome to tonight's superbulous episode, Frank Whaley's Field of Movie Hours. I'm Greg Maloney, your host for this evening's festivities, and joining me are the usual boys, my co-host, Brother James, and everyone's favorite, Jeff. Welcome back, gentlemen. Hola. Hola. Como esta? Hey, no Spanish on the show. That's the one rule, guys. One rule. It's on the board. No Spanish. Sorry. Uh, with, with the usual, we also have the unusual, our longtime friend of the show, <laughs> Zale, is joining us in studios tonight for his first appearance ever. Welcome to the sure. show, buddy. Thanks, Welcome. guys. Thanks, guys. Happy Yay. to be here. It's good to have you. It's good to have you. Um, Strictly I, Zale, too. That's yeah. <laughs> Strictly Zale. That's going to be no a first share, but <laughs> Zale. <laughs> oh, but, uh, yeah, anyhow, I did want to uh, start off this week with uh, an explanation of our absence from last week. Like uh, all of our listeners, uh, I come here weekly to let off steam and enjoy some words among friends that happen to be oriented around the movie world. We all love movies. The, uh, the catalyst of the beginning of this show that was responsible for the birth of this show, the podcast, the movie hour, uh, was when Jeff moved out to Philadelphia. It's a small story, by the way, it's on our wiki page. Anyways, um, we just wanted to keep in touch. So that's, that was kind of the reason the, um, the podcast started. And, uh, well, last week, one of our close friends, Chris passed away and we couldn't get our spirits up to do the podcast. And I just wanted to say, and I think speak for all of us here that, uh, the support for Chris's family and ourselves over the last week has been amazing. And we, we do apologize uh, for not being here for you guys to help make your week a little easier, a little laughier and uh, a little more interesting. And uh, I know all of us come here to let off some steam and have fun. So that's what we're here to do. And uh, today is going to be no different. That being said, we have ourselves a show to do people. And um, it being a kind of a tradition here on the, the movie hour for anybody that's new to it, anyone that shows up and, uh, does the podcast with us? There is a, a couple of first-time questions you have to answer. Zale, are you uh, are you prepared? Are you ready? Yes, yes, okay. sir. It's not it's not it's nothing tough. It's nothing tough. First question: sure. uh, Who is your favorite movie hour host on the movie hour on uh, movie hour podcast? Is it a is that's it a real question? Yeah, that's a real question. I got to play favorites right out of the yeah, gate. Yeah, yeah, all you have to do is be honest. <laughs> Jeff. Yes! Damn it! That's, that's that is... three for three, I think. <laughs> <laughs> nah. Oh my god. It may very well be. Alright. <laughs> We're gonna have to get the interns working on that immediately. Anyway, <laughs> second question. I'm not even my favorite. Second so. question. Just <laughs> as important. Just as important. Uh, we used to ask people what uh, were on their Netflix queues because we love Netflix so much, but that's kind of been thrown to the wayside. We now are have separated from Netflix as our sponsor. I like that one, though. Well, that's still generally the question. If you do still use Netflix or whatever streaming service you do happen to use, what kind of movies are in your queue? Ooh. Yeah. Do you know what's uh, what's on route? What's in the, what's on its way? Let's see here. Something awesome, I hope. Or is it TV shows? They're predominantly TV shows. There's movies I intended on watching, like, but never got around to it. Such as The Expendables. <laughs> you haven't seen The Expendables yet? No. I seen the Expendables yet either. Jesus. And Evil this Dead movie called Rubber that somebody told me to watch, but the more <laughs> I look at it, the more I don't want to see it. Uh, hey, Jim and I both saw Rubber, and I, I don't know that it's that great. I don't know if I'd... Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you didn't take any of my advice, so you're 
out the window with that. That's right. You told me to, to drop a bunch of LSD and then go see it, but I just don't yeah. do those. <laughs> yeah. Not quite that drastic, but yes, I said, you know, it helps to be drunk. Yeah, he gave, Jim gave it a pretty positive review, and you were... You you did say that you might have got some splash effect from like somebody laughing extremely loud. Correct. Loud, yes. One of the great effect. It's yes. A thing to be around. A co-attendee. Yeah. Just. I laugh. also added recently a comedian called Jake Johansson. Which you will not stop talking about. Yeah, you should probably see him. You should He's hilarious. <laughs> I texted the G like four or five times. Yeah. Last question, and probably mm-hmm. the most important, and it's uh, it'll go down in history. If you could pick any actor actor or actress to be your boy or girl we do this thing on the on the show like johnny depp johnny depp is jeff's boy or sorry that's michelle's boy um Mm -hmm. but everybody has their boy and and their girls and the question is if you could pick an actor that would be your boy zale's boy and we were to mention it on the show it'd always be zale's boy or zale's girl who would you pick uh, can I give two answers or just one? Well, you <laughs> better give two because most of them are going to be off the table yeah. already. We've, we've each picked like 20 apiece. Uh, Jack Nicholson. Ooh. Uh, I don't Jack think Nicholson they... is fair game. It's your boy. Uh, Jack yeah. Nich- Zale's boy, Jack Nicholson. Me? It was either him or Bill Murray. Bill, Bill Murray's on me. Yeah. Yeah. Good Jack- thing you picked Jack first. <laughs> Zale's boy, Jack Nicholson. I like the ring to that too. It's, um, he may the- be the oldest Boy or girl too. We have a, yeah, a tablet. Yeah. If you I feel like G called Paul Newman at some point. I Paul think Newman. that's a good question. We did talk yeah. about Paul Newman before about it, and uh, yeah, hmm. we'll, we'll get the interns on it. No doubt Ed about Harris. it. Ed Harris has got to be older than Jack, maybe, and maybe not. No. That's a. Uh, can you check that up, James, or maybe we'll get the interns on that. Get a get a comparison. But anyhow, that's a great pick. And from now on, Jack Nicholson will be known as Zales Boy Jack Nicholson. So fantastic! I like it. So. Hear ye, hear ye. Yeah, hear ye, hear ye. Getting through the preliminaries, we are now to the the meat of the show. I guess you could call us the Holly Hunters Highwood Hoopla when we're talking about random shit. But first thing, first thing we have to do, since we were absent last week, that means Jim loses his perfect attendance award. Sorry, Jim. Bullshit. (laughs) Ripped. (laughs) Bullshit. Till I deem him worthy once again, Jim does not have his perfect attendance award. Bullshit. (laughs) So. Relinquish the pin. <laughs> Just because. How do we the... know Jim was not here though? That's Were you true. with Jim on Tuesday? Uh, I'm, the RSS feed is the, the golden rule, so it's not. Me. I recorded a show, submitted it, and they <laughs> decided not to publish it, so it's not my fault. The interns burned it. <laughs> I talked to myself for an hour. Oh yeah. Speaking of interns, secondly, I hope all your interns, uh, all the interns today, are working uh, double hustle, double hustle today because oh, we definitely want the electricity going out. It's uh, extremely hot in here. And if the AC dies, I will die with it. Record highs here. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. 80 something now. 82. Yeah, beat the record by nine degrees. Are you serious for yeah. today? Uh, solar flares, dude. It's solar flares. Uh, and, or could yeah. the Earth spiraling out of orbit? One of the two. And uh, goddamn Al Gore's killing us. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, man, another random topic. MSU basketball. Congratulations. Plays tomorrow against Louisville. Yes, that'll be sweet. Uh, sorry, uh, Michigan. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That was so bad. my bracket's so wrecked. MSU winning the entire tournament is the only chance I have to be in the money at all. So that needs to happen. I didn't. For, I didn't. Right. I need UNC, but I don't know. Did anyone hear if that one guy's broken for the rest of the tournament? I believe he is actually. Awesome. So to, there goes my chance. Supposed to be for like four weeks, so I don't know if that means he's gonna. Be yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Not uh, that much basketball left. Uh, so, past the random, uh, gets to the more specific. This weekend, 
everybody knows the word, the hunger, or the phrase, the word, the title, The Hunger Games is coming out. This is a, uh, a book, started as a book, apparently, uh, by Suzanne Collins, and it's going to make billions this weekend. Um, I know, I don't know how many of us have read it. I know Jeff has. Jeff, can you give us a little, uh, little plot synopsis of what everybody in the world that's going to go see this movie that haven't seen the book? How many vampires are in it? Yeah, how many vampires? Yeah. <laughs> uh... <laughs> I don't know if I should spoil anything. Uh, <laughs> it is Hunger Games. It's, I mean, it's meant for vampires, right? Right, right. Um, so it's an interesting world that Suzanne Collins has kind of created here in the Hunger Games where there's the capital and then there are these, I think it's 12 uh, like sort districts. of yeah. districts. Yes, thank you. And the districts at one point had tried to like rebel against the capital and now in order to punish them the capital imposes these hunger games on them and also it's basically like serfdom almost that these uh that these districts are under where like the capital's all rich and this the um the districts are like increasingly more poor as you go right. as you go outward um and this punishment that they've uh they've they've put upon them they've imposed upon them includes amongst you know kind of keeping them down it includes once a year a male and female uh from each district from the age of like 12 to 18 i think get uh has to go like is forced to go and represent their district in the hunger games which is for lack of a better word like this giant thunderdome uh, <laughs> there is no better word yeah, really that sounds so, great. Right. yeah like, right it's a huge thunderdome that's it's uh like that c- combined with sort of like the running man thing where there are like cameras everywhere and um, sort of like they'll they'll throw in different little like devices if they want to kind of prod the, the people to do one thing or another. And so what winds up ha- – so you, the story follows this girl Katniss and Katniss <laughs> lives in District 12 and her uh, – she kind of provides – she's like 16 or something like that. She kind of provides for her mother – and her little sister, Prim, and so because her father's dead, and so she, her, her little sister, when they're doing the choosing for the Hunger Games, her little sister Prim gets chosen at 12 years old, and she like steps in for her sister, which is something that doesn't happen often, but it does happen. And the boy from the from that is like somebody she knew when she was a little kid, and so there's sort of like a dynamic there. So they go to the capital, they get like prepped for this Hunger Games thing, and then they go into it and they have to fight other children to the death. <laughs> awesome. Uh, Sounds fantastic. Yeah, and pretty much, uh, I don't think anything. Are they a team? Spoiler: Are they, they fighting? Oh, no, they're yeah. not. It's every man for himself. Interesting. Yeah. Katniss. So like a gladiator type situation. Yeah. yeah. Knowing knowing what you know about the book, you read the books. Everyone fucking everyone's read the books apparently, and it's well. I only like, read the first one. Um, although I did get a synopsis of the second two from my right. lovely fiance, who read them fiendishly. <laughs> Fiend, fiendishly, <laughs> and. To give you an idea, uh, Jeff, what we're going to do now is we're going to guess how much billions this is going to make, or just cool millions, one of the two. Mm. Um, and to give you oh an idea, my God, I totally forgot about this. I'm sorry, I got to interject. Right. I'm reading a book right now that's the history of poker um, in the United States. <laughs> okay. And at one point in this book, uh, there's a quote from like some Civil War general or something saying that he won two cool hundred. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Noted. Okay. So fuck yeah. Yeah, we we were 
Zale, I don't know if you caught the episode, but we had discussed a what like cool the limit, what the minimum amount of money you can win to call it cool. Like I want a cool okay. mill. I want a cool. Somebody apparently won a cool hundred, cool couple hundred, two hundred. That's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyways, to get the <clears throat> to give you an idea of how much money this thing this movie's gonna make, it's pretty much the only movie coming out this weekend. There's a couple other ones, all with limited releases coming out. Nothing anywhere near the same demographic. This movie is going to make a shit ton. It's in IMAX. It's not. It's it's everywhere. And uh, yeah. So to give you an idea, greatest opening weekend, Jeff. Is it in 3D also or no? I believe it's just IMAX. I don't think it's in 3D. Okay. I'm adjusting my total. Drake's keeping that information to himself. Right. Right. I'm gonna have to, whatever. I'm gonna have to look that up. I'm gonna have to look that up. Um, yeah. But uh, so comes out this weekend. I'm wondering how much money it's gonna make on the opening weekend and what you think in terms of. Uh, well, I'll give you the places, but everyone has a list in front of them of the opening weekend's historical like top ten, top twenty domestic. How many millions do you think the Hunger Games is gonna make this weekend? And it's nice out, which is double bonus. Nice out everywhere. Um, this is yeah. the Jeff first. I'm giving this oh, to it's Jeff because he's the guy that knows the most. And then we're, then <laughs> then Zale gets last because he's the, he came to contestants row just just th- in the very beginning. So are we doing prices price right rules? No, no, we're not. <laughs> All right, one dollar. I'm, I'm <laughs> gonna go. <laughs> You're gonna get fucked. Yeah, I'm going a hundred and hundred and twenty nine mil. All right, hundred twenty nine million. Which would put it at Very seventh all time, uh, above Iron Man two and Harry Potter, Deathly Hallows Part one. Very interesting. I like it. All right. I think I might have gone too much. But... I don't know. I don't know. To give you an idea, and, I... this is, and this is what I was thinking is because Alice in Wonderland is the the highest not sequel, like not sequel to a movie opening with 116 mil. So right. you're not far above that, and I think it might break it. So I, I think you're in a good spot. But yeah, James, go ahead. Yeah, I was originally thinking 130, so I think you're. Damn, damn. But I'm I'm gonna go with the uh, 135 just okay. because of the the IMAX factor. <laughs> yeah, why don't we just fuck each other right up then? Right. <laughs> uh, 129.5. 129.5. <laughs> I right. want to go for both showcases here, so yeah. <laughs> like it's just I don't know. It's sort of the first movie. It kind of feels like it's summer out, even though it's like the beginning yeah, of spring. Yeah, but people yeah. are still going to school and still right, going. right, right. All right, I'll take the low end then, since everyone's going high. Um, I'll go. What did you say, 135? Which yeah. would put it in seventh, also, just below Pirates yeah, of the Caribbean. Just, yeah. Uh, Dead Man's Chest. I will go. I'll go 100. And, I'll go 110. But I want over Toy Story 3. I'm going like 111. So I'll go for like 12th place. That was your chance yeah. to go 110.5. Yeah. So Screw Zale, you're the last guess. How many millions do you think Hunger Games is going to make on opening weekend domestically? That's true. That's a giant, giant gap you just placed right there. Yeah. You gotta go. Yeah, you gotta go. I would um, go. You know, Zale. My my heart told me to go higher than Jim. I was gonna go like 140, but I didn't do it. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking it might it, it might do better than Twilight, but there's really not that big of a cult following yet. I mean, some people have heard of it. Some maybe I'm just not that in touch. Right, but, right. You know, I just don't think there's as big of a following yet. I mean, you know, you the know, second the, one's gonna do better. It the first, the first Twilight made seventy mil. Yeah. So I don't know if it, like, I don't know. I, I feel like a lot of people have been talking about this more than Twilight. Actually, I don't know. 
I feel the same about both. It's just like I didn't really know much about Twilight when it first came out, and then it right. just went crazy. So, who knows? Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah, old. I mean, exactly. You hear about people reading them, but I heard about girls going crazy over those books. <laughs> you know, I haven't heard anyone go taking off their shirts. <laughs> yeah. You know, crying themselves to sleep and <laughs> dreaming for three years. It ruled most of their adolescence. So. <laughs> You know that's a pretty big following. You right, know, right. Zale, you're you're stalling. What, what's your? What's... <laughs> okay. All right. All right. A hundred and fifteen million. All right, just above me, below Jim and Jeff. Okay. All right, let it be entered in the master record. Etch that in stone somewhere, and we'll got it. Uh, we'll see. Uh, we'll see what happens next week. But well, and uh, I'll I'll be catching it along with the masses. Uh, which, by the way. I have a small story before we get into the movie reviews. Can I uh, renege up to 107? Eh, that's fine. We're good. <laughs> I already got the big. That's it. Got... Stone. <laughs> I've got a huge spread. I'm right. doing great. So, I to give you another random idea of how stupid this movie is going to be, I went to go see The Lorax this week. Uh, middle of the day. No one else around. And I was waiting to get a ticket. Were the clappers there? No, the clappers weren't there, actually. There was, which, I have two stories now they brought up the clappers. But I... Uh, I was waiting to get a ticket. No one else around. The girl at the ticket booth was on the phone, took two separate calls from people trying to pre-buy Hunger Game tickets at like 2 o'clock. Wow. Yeah. No way. <clears throat> to give you an idea. Why would you, at the theater? Yeah. I mean, I could see you going online because you could probably well, they, do it there. <laughs> they were calling into them trying to get tickets. Um, and I was trying to get tickets to just to go to the Lorax and not to go see the Hunger Games. Um, anyways, but we'll we'll be reviewing the Hunger Games next week. Don't don't worry about that. But <clears throat> so, uh, right, movie review time. The time we're going to talk about stupid shit we saw during the last couple of weeks. I saw a lot of stupid things, but uh, let's start with someone else. James, how about uh, how about you first? Um, I saw quite a few things. Um, I did watch all the Game of Thrones. That was cool. Good stuff. Yeah. Uh, so now I've started reading the second book. Um, we did finish the movie list. Uh, I watched Killing Fields for the last one, the Cambodia story. Pretty good, pretty solid ending. Um, so now my discs are freed up for the wire, so that's on my docket now too. Didn't, uh, didn't like Scott get you the wire? Isn't that on the way or something? Weren't you going to watch it? Uh, I'm just watching it through oh, a device that won't be named. It's yeah. going to take you forever. <laughs> Yeah, that's why I was waiting to free up the extra desk so I could just keep. Do you like it so far? I haven't started the wire at all yet. Get you some HBO Go information or something so you can just stream them, dude. That's gonna kill you if you have to get all the all the desks. But uh, quick side note on HBO Go: Do you can you subscribe strictly to HBO Go? Or they fuck you that way. Like that you have to get cable. Uh, Anyways, uh, so anyway, the uh, the movie I do want to review is called The Boys Are Back, uh, 2009. Um, it's about, well, it stars Clive Owen. He stars as, uh, Joe War, who is an Australian sports reporter, uh, who lives with his wife and son in Australia. Um, but his wife dies suddenly and he's got to stay home with the kid now. And he doesn't know how to raise the kid basically, because he's usually on the road doing his sports reporting. And she was the, the homemaker of the group. Um, so he kind of stumbles quite a bit and decides to adopt this philosophy of basically always saying yes to his kid. And it's crazy, but it works for him. The house is a mess. They're running a happy life, that sort of thing. Um, they do clash a little bit with uh, with each other at times. Um, and they actually 
uh, he actually imports his son from another marriage that was living in uh, England. So he comes down and stays with him for a while to help out. So wait, this kid like is six or he's like 14? Uh, he's like six. Okay. Six is actually a really good guess. The, uh, the other son that comes from the other marriage, he's more like 14 or something. So the three of them are living together and they butt heads and they, you know, butt heads with some concerned parties like the the grandmother of, you know, the mother of the deceased parent. Uh, she's kind of nosy about it and is trying to, you know, tell him you're raising the kid wrong, that sort of stuff. Um, but ultimately they make it. It's a pretty average film. Uh, I think Clive Owen does a pretty good job as a struggling dad. Um, the one outlier in this this film is the kid, the, the six-year-old kid. Yeah. Um, he's awful. He is horrible. <laughs> um, like Star um, Wars Episode One, awful? Or... Every line he delivers can be you know, read or acted like, you know, with a little bit of you know, sincerity or a little bit of feeling to it. And he delivers every line just like no feeling whatsoever. He actually comes off as a little bit flippant and just like he doesn't care. And he's like, ha ha, my mom's dead. He just comes off as a little brat. What kind of drugs? And it ruins the <laughs> entire for me. It's just like, I don't care about you. You suck. You know, just it's I don't think he's trying to come out that way. I just think the way he's delivering these lines is horrible and there in lies the danger of having you know kid actors. But right. Kid, but it, was, it, was, it was bad. Not like, everybody can be Rufio. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So Kid, you're fucking up my career. Get out. So it was a pretty basic movie except for that part. I mean Clive Owen did do a good job as a the struggling dad, but the right. kid comes off as a brat and you just Why did you uh, why'd you end up catching it? Uh, I don't know. Probably some random referral from something else I watched, or something gotcha. from. You listen. You listen to the. You listen to the robots that told you what you like. Okay. You know, it's. I just watched that John Cusack movie, so apparently I'm on a hitch with the uh, moms who die or something. <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> oh, like moms love, love that, um, this one. Um. Right. Right. Uh, Jeff, did you want to talk about a movie or no? Um. I'll save it till next week. Okay. Okay. Saving. Saving it. Okay. I've got. I got stuff to talk about. A lot of things to talk about. Um, oh, before you, before you do, I do have one thing. Have you guys seen? The, no, nothing can wait for Ghost Rider. Okay, go ahead. go ahead. This is just as bad. Have you guys seen the commercial for the Three Stooges? It looks horrible. Yeah, yeah it looks awful. It's whose idea wow. was that? Yeah, I think uh, it, it was just. I think it was thrown into production way earlier, and it's just now like in the twenties. <laughs> Somebody thought it was a good idea ten years ago, and now it just happened to hit the big screen. Oh wow, it looks so bad. I heard Anyways. about it a long time ago. Yeah, yeah. probably this throughout. time last year. So, anyhow, as as I mentioned before, I, I caught the Lorax, and I actually before that I did end up catching Ghost Rider two, which I've been talking about constantly for the last couple of episodes because I really wanted to see it. It was our drunken feature, and I did get to see it with friend of the show John. And the quick story was we were not drunk. Nobody could be drunk enough to watch this movie. <laughs> so bad. I can just picture you guys just sharing a bottle of bourbon. <laughs> Dude, the, I, the other sub Staring at the screen and then pouring more booze. No, nope, that's the not working. We were drinking in the parking lot per our uh, usual M.O., and apparently enough people do this where there was a cop going around the parking lot. So we had to cut things short and just go to the movie. And it was bad. So anyway, not going to really run into the plot, but I will say the only just saving grace of the movie. Actually, there were uh, there were two saving graces in the movie. But one was any time Nick Cage was trying to, like, keep the rider inside him, like he was pretty much just struggling to do it. His facial expressions were priceless. Like, I think anything... Any snapshot of that is just pure hilarious. Um, the next thing is there was, uh, I don't know how to pronounce his name. It's uh, Idris Elba, 
who is the one of the thugs in the wire, which you'll get to know uh, soon. Um, not a God. Do you remember the names of the guys in the wire, Jeff? The two big guys in the in the problems, isn't it? Oh, I, I don't but know. Stringer Bell. Yeah, he's Stringer Bell in in The Wire, and he plays like a Frenchman in this. And he does really well, and that that was the only you know acting saving grace for such a terrible movie. But uh, yeah, yeah, he's the guy from uh, Losers too, right? There's don't know. Uh, oh yeah, he was in The Losers. You're right. I did see that movie. I <laughs> don't know. Leave me the fuck alone. I'm talking about Ghost Rider. Roll here. <laughs> there isn't enough alcohol in the world for this movie, so if you do see it, you might want to look to other drugs. Next movie, um, we have uh, the Lorax. Yes, the Lorax. I caught it this week, and it was it was pretty good. Uh, one quick cute story. I was in the movie theater, and there weren't many other people there. There was one uh, mom with her kid and Frankenweenie, and uh, a movie coming out from Tim Burton, another Corpse Bride lookish stop animation lookish kind of thing. Um, is uh, even though it's CG, anyhow, uh, it's uh, the Frankenweenie trailer was on, and this kid just goes. There's a part where like Frankenweenie is supposed to be a lot like Frankenstein, and they put him up on this um, this. Uh, lift to go up and get shot by lightning and this kid goes how did the dog get in the blanket like really loud and his, the mom just goes shh and then the kid just goes how'd the dog get in the blanket like this <laughs> so, <laughs> so so loud and he it just had, lowered his voice yeah. an octave instead of by right. volume it had me laughing pretty hard before it started <laughs> so that was that was kind of cute but I appreciated it. Anyways, no clappers in this in this episode, but uh, the Lorax was the Lorax was a pretty good movie based off obviously the Doctor Zeus book, the Lorax, which is like ten pages long, and they had to make a movie out of it. It's a uh, was produced by they had to <laughs> someone put a gun to their head, missed Doctor Zeus in their hands, and said, "Go, motherfucker!" Right, right. Uh, Created by Illumination Entertainment, known for uh, known for the the super cool movie Despicable Me, which I think we all liked. I don't know if everybody's caught it, but I know uh, Jim. Yeah, it was, it was good. good. Yeah, good movie. Which a uh, second one's on its way, and they're gonna rape the shit out of that series. So we've got that going for it. Uh, next, uh, the movie was surprisingly good. That I, and I won't go too deep into it, but it just pretty much follows the story of a boy. The book is a story of a boy who runs in the into the Onceler, who pretty much just says, you know where are all the trees, and he tells a story about there used to be trees, and he had to t- cut them all down, and he regrets it. The movie is about a boy who actually really likes this girl. And the girl is obsessed with trees. It's, she's part of uh, Sneedville, which there's like an S in there somehow, but uh, of uh, part of this um, town that's completely just encapsulated itself. There's just, there's only like, there's completely walled in and it's hard to get outside. And she's part of this town where everything's made of plastic and she is obsessed with trees. She knows that they used to exist and she like drew a picture of them on her, uh, on her uh, building. And so she's obsessed with them. And the kid immediately goes, well, I want to get in this girl's good graces. I better find a tree. And that's the one thing I don't like about this. Like I know the book was originally about the boy, but, I just like how the only reason that the boy's after the finding trees is to get hot with this girl that he likes. And it just immediately, the thing that came up in my head was like, if this were not a just movie set out to make money, we could make the girl the hero in this movie. Like, why does it have to be the boy that meets the girl that is obsessed with trees and the boy goes out and finds him because of that. Anyway, so this is sort of like the like an answer to last week's Parker or two weeks ago's Parker yeah, Posey yeah. in a way. It is interesting. Um, 
the kid goes out to save trees because he wants to get in with the girl and the girl should really be the one that's saving the trees. The super elaborate, like, how can I get in this girl's pants? Right, I know. exactly. <laughs> yeah. So he goes out, and it's you know it's well done. There's a lot of things in there for adults that, like all these other movies, that are, it's very interesting. There's a couple of uh, original music, original songs. The first one, I could barely tell like what they were saying, but you get the idea while you're was watching. Was it Randy Newman? No, it wasn't. <laughs> Randy Newman was involved. Um it was just way too much. There was way too much uh, mix going. Like the mix didn't work out. There, there's going to be no awards for uh, Oscars for the <laughs> in this movie. I swear to God. Um, so bold call. Yeah, calling it right now. So the movies we're seeing. Uh, I I think I like Secret World Ariadne more, but this uh, in terms of movies out right now, you could do worse. And uh, yeah, I thought it was pretty good. Um, not a lot of not not many characters in the movie at all. But it was uh, it was pretty cool. You got Ed Helms pretty much doing the main voice of the Onesler, and yeah, everything was pretty sweet. Uh, anyways, catch it if you uh, need to entertain your kids more. Catch Secret World of Arietti if you've got a first pick. But other than that, I guess uh, that's it for my review. Uh, Zale, it's your first time. Do you want to discuss the movie really quick, or do you want to jump to the quiz? Well, uh, I don't necessarily have a movie that I've seen yet, but it's a movie I've been intending on seeing, and uh, it popped up on Voodoo a while ago, and I've heard about it from multiple sources, but uh, do you guys know what Voodoo is? I'm just throwing it out there. Yeah. Anyways, I found it on there, and it's a movie called Take Shelter, which is about basically what I see is a guy that's... He's got a deaf daughter, and he's having family troubles, and he's got a tough job, and he decides to build a storm shelter. And that's uh. So you're saying we should go see this movie, even though you haven't seen it yet? No, I'm just at least <laughs> go see it and then something. tell me if I should. <laughs> <laughs> it's the opposite of you. you. <laughs> if we, if you know, the events of last week did not happen, I had every intention of watching this movie at some point, and I just haven't got around to it. Is yet. this on your Netflix you right now or no? No, just waiting for it on Voodoo. Or just, I haven't sat down to watch anything on Voodoo right, yet. Right, right. Since last. Awesome. You know, probably Friday. We're going to have to get you back so you can review Take Shelter. Cause, yeah, yeah, definitely. Because I know. Yeah, anyways. I'm kind of uh, like, I don't know. I don't like super. I like comedies too, but I like kind of like the. Like dramas. Right? And it won, uh, won at the the Cannes Film the Cannes Film Festival. Oh, really? Interesting. Yeah. As the uh, sorry, the grand prize for the critics. Anyways, so kind of like, I mean, the last one that I can that looked like this was Winter's Bone. I don't know if you guys saw that. The did, girl on that is also. That? I did not. The Hunger Games. Yeah, it's got Jennifer Lawrence and what's his face was nominated as supporting role. Um, and then yeah, the guy from Eastbound and Down. Uh, <laughs> Dude, you Kenny Powers' him. brother is in that movie. Oh yeah, he's, he's great. Good yeah, actor. he's he's awesome in lots actor. of stuff. I really like him. Sweet, he's sweet. Pretty, pretty diverse. So, so Anywho. yeah, but I like it. I like it. I like where you're headed at. I like where your head's at, Zale. It's a good, good, uh, good put in. And at Eastbound Down's hilarious. Everybody should see it. Anyways, um, right. So this being James's week, that means we have a quiz this week. And uh, yeah, James, if you could. Uh, Give us the explanation. See what the rundown is. Let us let us know what's going on. 
Okay. Um, I'm doing a new quiz this week, um, although it's kind of similar to one uh, a format that Jeff used when uh, he actually did the quiz. Um, basically, I'll was be that a, give... was that a subtle dig. <laughs> <laughs> I think so. When Jeff decided oh. to actually participate instead of just showing up, drunk. <laughs> oh no, I thought you might be. Uh, oh, when no, Jeff um, finally attributed, <laughs> yeah, when Jeff did some work around here and actually created a quiz. That's uh, the format he used, but. Uh, uh, basically, I'll be reading uh, statements, like trivia statements about uh, certain actors, and you have to tell me which actor I'm talking about. Just random trivia statements. Yes, it's going to be about their movies and stuff, obviously. So, And then, as a fun thing, we'll do one other thing after you guess the correct person. Okay. First, so, first, thing, first thing I'm going to bring up, random trivia, Jack Nicholson is actually 12 years older than Ed Harris, so I was way off. Yeah, I tried to tell you. You didn't listen. Yeah, okay. Continue. You thought that Ed Harris might be older than Jack Nicholson? I thought he might be close. Give me a break. That wasn't my final answer, by the way. I had another backup, too, aside from Bill Murray, that it just hadn't occurred to me. (laughs) I mean, it, it was it was out of the left field yeah, well, question. I wasn't prepared for that yeah. type of question. No, no, it's, it, it, yeah, you got to eat. This is an Let's... actor that I like in almost everything he okay. does. But, uh... We don't want to know. Is it Bobby Cannavale? No. He's awesome. Cause he is pretty it's awesome. not. I guess I don't like him in everything, but he's fucking awesome. All right, you Paul, Giamatti. Some... Oh. Paul Giamatti. Paul Giamatti, which I don't know if that's Jeff's boy or not, but you can't. Have... Him Donnie Brasco. Yeah, you can't have him. So, Why not? Because you already have one. You get one, Zale. One. Dude, he's going to die soon. I can't. <laughs> so, James, okay, you, okay. Boy. you have a quiz, random trivia. Well, we have to guess the act. Yeah. All right. So I'll read these statements one at a time so you guys can interject your guesses as we go. Is it always an actor or no? Uh, Yes. Oh, you mean as opposed to like a director or something? Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. So first one. I'm the only actor to have worked with Brian De Palma, Francis Ford Coppola, Martin Scorsese, Ridley Scott, Steven Spielberg, and Oliver Stone. No. De Niro. De Niro. Nope. Okay. Next statement. Emilio Estevez was the best man at my first wedding. Charlie Sheen. Charlie Sheen? (laughs) (laughs) No. (laughs) Uh, Next one. It can't be I, that. Go ahead, go ahead. I've played a soldier six times. Uh, Bruce Willis. Martin Sheen? <laughs> nope. Um Defoe. No. Damn it. Next one. I was in three movies with my ex-wife. Bruce Willis. <laughs> <laughs> Is it a job? Robert Duvall? No. Nope. God damn it. Uh, next one. I've had seven consecutive $100 million grocers. Seven? Harrison Ford? Executive. Nope. <sighs> James <And> Cullen. <laughs> the last one. I have been married to two of Batman's girlfriends. Michael Keaton. <laughs> I don't know. Um, Tom Cruise? Oh. Tom Cruise is correct. Oh, oh. Funny as I was actually going to jump to Alec Baldwin. I'm like, Alec Baldwin! Oh. All right. So that was it. I, that we have no no more opportunities. No, no. Sure. There's a ton. There's, that was one. That was, yeah. yeah one there, there, there'll be several of them here. But first, before <laughs> I go on, I'm just going to do this little fun thing real quick. Um, according to IMDb, what are the four uh, movies that Tom Cruise is known for? Any guesses? 
Minority Report. Mission Impossible. Top Gun. Uh, Top Gun and Minority Report are two of them. Okay. Mission Impossible is kind of okay. Days of Thunder. He's actually supposedly known for Mission Impossible 2 more than the first one. I don't know why. Or the recent one. Hmm. Um, There goes one more. uh, Eyes Wide Shut. Nope. The correct answer, Jerry Maguire. Yeah. Uh, Okay. Okay. Okay, so on to the next person. First statement. I broke my arm during a movie, and it was written into the script. Jackie Chan. Ron Perlman. No. Indiana Jones. I was banned. Indiana Jones. (laughs) He's not a real person. All right. I was banned from ever entering China because of a film role that I did. Richard Gere. No. Damn it. Nobody likes Richard Gere. Especially the Chinese. (laughs) All right. Next one. China because of film role. I have been in five movies with Julia Roberts. Patrick Swayze. Did we already say <laughs> Richard Gere? <laughs> yeah, I yeah, I said Richard Gere. That Kurt Russell? Kurt. It is not Kurt Russell. Five movies. Billy Crystal. No. Oh. I have been nominated for an Oscar four times, including a nod for Best Picture this past year. God, this makes George me feel Clooney. awful. Nope. A nod for Best Picture? Yes. Last year. Which means this past year. Which means he was a producer. That completely lost me and then the last one i fittingly tore my achilles heel during filming of one of my blockbusters brad pitt correct damn it wink wink nod nod achilles heel shit (laughs) all right next person oh wait you guys want to guess the four movies he's known for no okay (laughs) moving on then Spielberg has directed me three times. Harrison Ford. No. Uh... Next one. I lost 30 pounds for one of my Oscar winning roles. Christian Bale. He never won an Oscar for Bane. Machinist. Uh, Next one. In 2002, Steven Spielberg presented me with AFI's Lifetime Achievement Award. I was the youngest recipient ever at the age of 45. De Niro? Nope. I'm going back to Duvall because he's awesome. Nope. I am only the second actor to have ever won back-to-back lead Oscars. Tom Hanks? Correct. Oh, dude, we are getting stomped. Yeah, yeah. You guys want to like combine scores? No, no. <laughs> All right, next person. <laughs> All right. I have a, <laughs> this clue is hilarious, but you might as well disregard it. I have appeared in four movies with Louise Guzman. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Adam Sandler. Oh. Nope. <laughs> uh, I'm the only oh, actor. Brooks. I am the only actor in history to have top billing in three different Best Picture winners. Top billing? Mm-hmm. Huh. Leonardo DiCaprio? Nope. I like that guess. Will Smith. Nope. Has Will Smith ever had top billing <laughs> yeah, in a Brexit picture? Um, I have roomed with both Gene Hackman and Robert Duvall. Gene. Next one. And Robert Duvall. 
I've been nominated for an Oscar seven times, including one in the first year of my acting career. Denzel? Paul Newman? Nope. You heard me say Paul Newman, right? Correct, yep. It's not that. Okay, last one. I've appeared in two films about Peter Pan. Robin Williams? Nope. Johnny Depp? Nope. God, it... <laughs> it's Dustin Hoffman. Uh, it Dustin is Hoffman. Dustin Hoffman. Damn it. Damn it. Damn it. I almost wanted to say Pacino. I'm like, dude, it's Dustin Hoffman's greatest you role. You beat me really to is. it. You beat me to it. Yeah. Oh, I thought that was going to sneak by. Oh. I'm like, how are you not going to get... Oh, come on. No, it was I just know. Like, I kept thinking Hook and I couldn't... Dustin Hoffman. I, I was picturing Al Pacino out. in the costume and then made me laugh. And then I was like, wait, it's Dustin Hoffman. All right. Whatever. I was thinking of Hook and then the Sphere, and I was trying to narrow it down. It didn't yep. Yep. Um, all right. Eight of my films are on IMDb's top 250 list, including five consecutive performances. Five consecutive performances? Nope. Marlon Brando? I'm the only actor to have been directed by Spielberg, Lucas, and Coppola. Pacino. Nope. I just said James James Kahn. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Bullshit. Warwick Davis. <laughs> nope. My real life scar is explained away in two different movies. Harrison Super Ford. Theory. Yes. Yeah. Dude, I said Harrison Ford. You did in this one. I don't think yeah, he did in this one. No. Right when Zale was saying, right when Zale said Pacino or whatever, I said Harrison Ford. I didn't hear it either, but Jeff, you were pretty quiet for like a minute. So I think your uh, mic might have failed you. Sorry, buddy. We win. <laughs> that's unbelievably brutal. I said it right at the beginning. <laughs> oh, that's unfortunate. Yeah, I never heard I anything. Know. You've said it every other question. So. Yeah. I'm inclined to believe you, but we just I hope you like your tainted. I hope you like your tainted point. Enjoy it. <laughs> if we had a recording, maybe I would know, but I just don't. All right, next person. I'm one of only two people who have been nominated for both best actor and best director in the same film two different times. George Clooney. Nope. Oh, Greg's a cheating dick. Oh, oh Gibson. Correct. Oh, no, it's not Mel Gibson. Damn it. Um. <laughs> My directorial efforts, on average, have grossed higher than my acting efforts. Clint Eastwood. Correct. Damn it. What's scoreboard, Jim? What's scoreboard? Uh, threes. Okay. Well, the one I stole from Josh. Four, probably, four two, really. I but... stole from Josh. Should probably be worth two for me. So. <laughs> All right. Next one. I have acted in four movies with John Ratzenberger. John Cusack. Billy Crystal. I have played the president twice. Oh, shitballs. James Cromwell. Nope. <laughs> I was in a Western for four straight years during the 90s. God, what is that guy's name? Shit. I don't remember. I have played a coach four different times. Craig T. Nelson. Bill Pullman. Gene Hackman. Craig T. Nelson. Who said Gene Hackman? I did. That's correct. <laughs> Damn. I did like the Craig T. Nelson. Nelson's By the way, he was in that last movie on our IMDb list that we watched. What he was, a, he was in The Killing Fields. Yeah, yeah. What a, what movies is he in that he plays a president? Um, Absolute Power and Welcome to Mooseport. Hmm. 
Okay. Next person. I starred or co-starred in the first eight films of my career. Emilio Estevez. <laughs> no. Kevin Smith. No. Kevin Spacey. No. I have appeared in 37 <laughs> films in the last 10 years. 37 films in the last 10 years? Yes. Mark Leonardo Wahlberg. DiCaprio. No. I got a Wahlberg and a DiCaprio in there. Is that correct? Yep. Yeah, neither. Harrison Ford. <laughs> no. Did somebody say something? No. I met my first wife on the set of a 1988 movie. Jim Carrey. Nope. Damn. I have done my own singing in two of my films. Ooh. Val Kilmer? Yes. Nice. Nice. Who was his first wife in 1988? Uh, Joanne Whaley. Sorsha. Mm. Fuck yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. Babe. They're now no longer, but anyway. That's next person. I have starred in two different comedy remakes that each spawned a sequel of their own. Adam Sandler. Bill Murray. Nope. One of my first movie roles was Insolent Waiter in a children's movie. Dan Jim Carrey. Nope. You heard me say Jim Carrey, correct? <laughs> no, I didn't. I don't know what you're talking about. I do a lot of writing for my movies. Lauren Michaels was the best man at my second wedding. Shit. Tim Meadows. Hey, Murphy. Nope. Mike nope. Myers. Nope. No way. Are you sure? Last one. I've been on SNL more times than anyone who Steve has Martin. not been a cast member. Andy Samberg. It is Martin. Yes. Martin. How many more of these do you have? Uh, two more. Okay. Go ahead. I'll like my first movie role was based on a sketch comedy character. Tim Meadows. Nope. Mike Myers. Dana Carvey. Nope. <laughs> Jim Carrey. Only eight Damn. of my movies were not released in the 80s. Pauly Shore. Nope. That'd be... Pauly Shore needs to get more credit. It's more of the 90s anyway. <laughs> yeah. idiot. I had a top 40 hit aptly called Take Off. Eddie Murphy. No, not true. Not true. Not true. I take it back. Leave my cockades out of this. Next one. My last physical acting job was in 1996. Last? What's a physical acting job? He's done voice. Okay, so he's done voice. Mark Hamill. No. And he sings a lot or something. And the last one? I've been in four movies with Steve Martin. Junk candy. <laughs> no. <laughs> Didn't make sense as, as it was coming out of my mouth. Um, Martin. Dan Aykroyd? No. Okay. To review, my first movie role is based on a sketch comedy character. Only eight of my movies were not in the 80s. I had a top 40 hit aptly called Take Off. My last physical acting job was in 1996, and I've been in four movies with Steve Martin. Leslie Nielsen? No. Oh. Chevy Chase? Oh. No. <laughs> All right. The correct answer? Huh. Rick Moranis. Oh, Rick. My boy, Rick Moranis. Oh, my. The top 40 hit? Yes. Take off, eh? Oh, my God. All right. 
Rick, I'm sorry. And so and sorry. to you, to your listening pleasure, Jeff, if you ever check that out, uh, it was with the lead singer of uh, Rush also. So you should check that God. out. Fuck Rush. Uh, I hate Rush. Because apparently, apparently yeah. they went to the same high school or something. That's All right. Cool. Anyway, last right. person. Last one. And what scoreboard? Is there anything even riding on this, or am I completely the winner? Um, no. You you need to clinch it with okay. this. I still can't believe I can't believe this shit. So I, I won. Okay. Okay. So if Jeff gets this, he ties. I win by two. <laughs> That's what you meant to say. Not a chance. All right. I have been nominated twice for Oscars and won both times. Hmm. Hmm. I am adept at doing celebrity imp- sorry impressions. Kevin Spacey? It is. Boom. Nice job, Greg. Tie. I'll take it. <laughs> Tie my ass. Fuck you. I said Harrison Ford. Oh, man. I'm glad awesome. you guys just discounted me because I have zero points. <laughs> Dale, it's not easy doing a quiz, and it's not easy doing it on your first uh, first play. Yeah, through, no. no sure. Those were... Um, caught me off guard. That's why uh, That's why we're the pros, Dale, and we get paid the big bucks. Yeah. Shaq will be One in the You know, as, it's as not easy, but if you cheat, it certainly is a lot easier. Yeah, it's a lot easier. <laughs> I'm sorry. I believe no one heard you say anything. So, <laughs> oh, unless you have some other form of evidence to uh, submit, and then, I'm sorry. Just no Harrison Ford for. If, uh, if I hear it correctly on the scoring, I'll score it on the site, so your all-time stats will be adjusted correctly. There you go. How about <laughs> so, Greg? When you edit it, make sure you don't leave any right. of that. <laughs> so instead of ninety-nine to three, so it'll be hundred to two. <laughs> yes. So yeah, exactly. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Right. You right. heard that? So it's. It's, <laughs> it's, been a long, it's been a long episode, and uh, we we got to wrap it up because it's literally hundred degrees in the studio today. So. Uh, movie reviews quiz over with. Thank you, James, per usual for the quiz. It was awesome. Nice job, James. We're just gonna jump yeah, was... right to uh, the Parker Posey play along. Which, sorry, Jim, but we're gonna just jump right back into your court. Uh, Parker Posey being the question of the week, retain, uh, pertaining movies. Uh, the question after Jim brings it up will be up the boards at gungapit.com and also on uh, our Facebook page, the Movie Hour. So, uh, yeah, James. Uh, yeah, mine's nice and simple this week. Who was your first movie crush? Fuck yeah. Yeah, nice and basic. Um, and mine is a, kind of a surprising a little bit. So let me start with my you know, obligatory question. Okay. Your crush in some kind of physically uh, emotional crush, like that kind of crush? Or like like man crush? No, no, this would be... You said crush. Why would this, you even ask this is, that? This is attraction. Okay. Attraction. That's what I'm wondering. Like, maybe it's like, the thing that brought you into movies. Like, okay, no. I love movies because of this person. No. This is like, I'm going to, you know, use a pinup of her on the wall or something. You know, <laughs> that kind. Is that what they're calling it this day? Nowadays, That's what they call it in my day and age. Now they call it the internet. Now they call it internet <laughs> porn. Yeah. <laughs> okay. But, uh, so, yeah, mine's a little surprising just from the fact that it's. Barbara Streisand is yours, right? No, it's, <laughs> that, that's what's surprising about it is that it's not an old or a super old movie. Ingrid Bergman. <laughs> Come on, no Fay Ray reference. Let's go. Oh, this is where you uh, the guy say, "I don't know who Fay Ray is." Yeah. I have no idea who Fay Ray is. <laughs> um, but uh, my answer is Selma Hayek. Of course it is. Of course it is. From uh, 1995's Desperado, she uh, 
So you were 44 when you had your first movie crush? <laughs> yeah, pretty weird, huh? Dude. But yeah, I was thinking there, there must be somebody from the 80s or something, but there really wasn't. Like, I had a lot of TV crushes back in my youth, but my first movie crush is actually from Desperado, Selma Hayek. Okay. Really? Yeah. Huh. Huh. She is hot. She's hot. You would think I would attach myself to some John Hughes person, but no, it didn't happen for me. Interesting. She was good yeah. from dusk till dawn too. Yeah, it's a, a new the first part. Yeah, we need to start. Yeah, busy. Parker Posey. That's just what would Josh, friend of the show, Joshua, Mister Josh, say his answer is. So we can just steal his answers before you think. The shit on Josh show. Uh, anyways, okay, this is interesting because the obvious answer is Jessica Rabbit. Yeah, that um, is the obvious that's... answer. Yeah. And so, man, don't even. Meh. Don't even. It wasn't what? on my radar. It wasn't on my radar yet, dude. I, I had too much shit going on at that age. <laughs> <laughs> dude, I know Azalea. You like the mature women. I, I know that, but I like Kathy Har- Bates and Misery. Yeah, I liked. Yeah. Her, and I liked Who Framed Roger Rabbit, and I loved Jessica Rabbit. No problem. Um, let's see. That's oh, that's. I'm taking it. I'm. I'm. Playing around otherwise is stupid. That was my answer. That is my answer. So, so you're going cartoon babe. All oh, right. Cartoon babe, for sure. And I was probably like five years old. It was awesome. I don't know. When did that movie come out? 91? For whatever reason, my first thought was Jasmine from Aladdin, but I'm not going to go with that. Because <laughs> it's creepy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. You're right. Never mind. That's, That's the rabbit's the exact same way. It's just you don't want to be creepy like me. I get it. Right. Yeah. Um, Zale, you got one? Yeah. I do. Well, I've got. Yeah, I've always got. Zales, Zales like everything. Has so. we're going. We're going for first. Your first one. So. Yeah. First one. Yep. Okay. What's your first inkling. Uh, well, it had to be Christina Ricci and Casper. Ooh, pick that pick. I love that pick. She was freaking. Yeah. That makes uh. Let's see. Second. Okay. I'll, I'll stick. Look, to I'll translate for us older people, that'd be like picking Winona Ryder. But continue. What? What? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. She's pretty much your age, Zale. Two years older. Yeah. So she would have been a little bit, a little bit of a mature woman for you. She would have been like 15. You would have been 13. Damn so, right. I like that. That's a good pick. Uh, Thanks. So, I'm going with the 1995 movie as well. Wow. Uh, 1995 movie that I watched probably about 50 times called Billy Madison. Uh, Veronica Vaughn was probably my first uh, movie crush. Wow. Wow. Mrs. Pete Sampras. Yeah, Mrs. Pete Sampras. Mrs. Pete. I do want to pick a less creepy one. And that was, I remember Cameron Diaz in The Mask being fucking amazing. I don't know why. That was like the only time she was fucking amazing, too. Uh, Yeah. I remember her being in that being just super hot. That would make me, what, 12? So... I was, you know, I, I, yeah, Cameron, you and I, we can hang out sometime. We can talk about, uh, we can talk about your, uh, your role in being John Malkovich and all so things. Besides Greg, <laughs> apparently 1995 was a big year for all of us. Did you guys? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I believe so. Interesting. <laughs> Frank Roger Rabbit was 88, by the way, so about <laughs> 10 or maybe six, as young as six when I first saw that movie, so... Yeah, Jessica Rabbit's mine. You guys can have everything else. So, awesome. So, that question will be at the boards, also at the Movie Hour page. James, did you phrase it one last time for us? Sure. 
Who was your first movie crush? Looking sweet. Awesome. Uh, fantastic episode again. Sorry, everyone. We weren't here last week. Hopefully, we don't let you down anytime soon. And uh, right, James, Jeff, thank you per usual uh, for your input. It was awesome. Yeah, thanks for stopping by, everybody. I hope you enjoyed it. Yeah, I had a good time, for sure. Drive safe, people. Oh, Zale, is always a pleasure, man. Always a pleasure seeing you. Thanks for your first time on the show. And don't worry, Jack Nicholson, your boy, is in good hands. We'll take care of him. All right, I appreciate it. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Frank Whaley's Field of Movie Hours. We'll catch you guys next time. I think it was last year. I was telling my girlfriend I've got a surprise for her. It was, this was not like an hour in, a, in advance at all. It was probably... It was probably two months in the making. Yeah, it was 2010. 2010 was the year it came 2010. out. 2010. Yeah, it was two months in the making because I was pretty pretty excited. So I just kept egging her on and egging her on. Okay. You know, and she does not like surprises. She doesn't even like if I tell her five minutes ahead of time I've got a surprise. <laughs> so she's getting more and more worked up as the days go on. And the more worked up she gets, the more it eggs me on. So this just goes on endlessly. Finally, the day arrives. I have her close her eyes the whole way there, and it's a movie theater, and we go see Clash of the Titans, which is a movie I had been waiting to, to see for, I don't know, since the, the trailer came out. You were so excited to see the movie. I was movie. so excited. That it was really surprising her. to me. It's, it's a joke. But she got incredibly upset, and that plan definitely backfired, and she almost... She almost went out and waited in the car. She was <laughs> so did she like the movie? or No, no it could have been the best movie in the world and she would have hated it. <laughs> no chance of that movie being the best movie in the world, though. Yeah. She all thought I was probably going to pose and shit. <laughs> God, it was that's such a great story. Just imagine you, like, two months in just going, I've got a really big surprise plan for it. Yeah. I will stand by it, though. That trailer was really sweet. <laughs> Which is what sparked the whole thing. You're ready for a rap, the it. Titans? Oh. Yeah, I haven't seen it. I, I, thought I, about, I, thought I about have it. a recommendation. <laughs> Open up that door, go tell Kathy you got a surprise for her. <laughs> oh.